0: So a lot of you listeners often ask what my background is. And if you tune in frequently to the podcast, I do talk about it. For those that don't know, I run a marketing company called Bash Solutions which specializes in custom websites, content creation, and consulting based up here in cold and snowy Rochester, New York. With clients in the wrestling world alone, ranging from Cal Sanderson and Jordan Burroughs to the Nittany Line Wrestling Club and Helen Maroulis, we've been busy over the past decade proving why we're the best and earning trust all throughout the U.S., And we're not limited to wrestling by any means. We help businesses of all shapes and sizes, from barbecue and butcher shops in Arizona, like Snowflake Smokehouse, to the largest Chevy dealership in the world, right here in Rochester, New York, Bob Johnson, and everyone in between. Whether it's building a new custom website or implementing new digital strategies to streamline your business, Bash Solutions is trusted by businesses and brands across the country for a reason. You can learn more about Bash Solutions by visiting bashsolutions.com or head over to Facebook or Instagram search bash solutions to see what we're up to welcome back to the bash mania podcast this is episode 102 and today seth gross joins the show again we're talking olympic trial seeds olympic trial prep content branding marketing and of course all the great wrestling action going on on the senior level this week it's bash mania let me tell you something brother he gave us everything he had in him tonight what you're gonna do? What Bashamania runs wild! Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh yeah. We're rolling episode 102. So we were just talking about it. So basically. We have no grass. We have nothing. We have 11 acres and we had to bring in like 300 loads of fill. So it's all just dirt and it's the middle of winter. There's a foot of snow out there, so we can't do nothing yet. So we've been burning some stuff, a little brush, a little this, a little that. And it's not that big of a deal right now because there's no grass. So we got to do a final grade in the spring, plant some grass seed. But it just feels good that we're in, man.
1: (laughs) yeah no it's been it's been cool watching all all the updates. I saw the one in the kitchen area man that, that's 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 kind of next on our list to try to redo our little kitchen right now but that, that's unbelievable it's you know it's gone, so fun, gone.
0: man like we were texting about it it's like I've been running my company for twelve and a half years with i I told my wife like she's the biggest blessing ever, but I wanted this house longer than I wanted to be married because yeah. when I started my company, it was like, all right, head down like this is the long term plan so. and just work. And here you now are, that it's so, here it feels wild like we've got friends coming over tonight friday night her family was over thursday or sunday so, it's so, such a blessing to be yeah. able to host and now to start doing projects like i saw so, you guys are doing some projects i saw you doing yeah. some painting some um, i think you refinished your floors right
1: yeah redid the floors did some painting and yeah, now we're working we framed the basement so far but yeah a bunch of little things going on but yeah, yeah. One of the coolest things, right, is just being able to share it with people, right? Bringing people, in and like, this is, you know, we 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 did this, and uh, and yeah, that's that's always a cool part when once once things are finished up. So that was, we were, we were, it was always fun bringing people after we did all that and and showing them. And, and the
0: fact that it's like an ongoing project, I love because like for the past six months, I've been ingrained in all the construction, and now that that's dying down, yeah. I almost feel like I don't have enough amount on my plate. But the good <laughs> yeah, yeah, thing is, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. You know, we got work to do outside with the pond, with the pole barn. I'd love to finish the basement. Like now it's almost a game. Like, okay, yeah. you want to do this. Go make the money so you can do it. Yeah, That's how I'm motivated. Like yep. I, I give me a project, give me an amount of money and I want to go work figure for that. Like it's that that's simple. All, that's how I work. But
1: yeah, hey, hey, that's the way to do it, man. Get get, get, get the idea and then figure out how you're going to make it happen,
0: right? Right. And, and the fact that it is like that ongoing project, like before it was like, don't we're not doing anything to the house because we're moving, we're going to build a house in a couple of years. Yeah, now it's like that's here, so yeah, it's been fun. And this week, this week is wild. I wanted to get you on here just so we could talk about everything going on this week. Yeah. My normal co host, Chenzo, is competing tonight, same yeah. card as Rona. So it's like we're, we're. We got so much going on. I guess let's start. First of all, I want to go back to college for a second. Before we talk yeah. about freestyle stuff, as a PSU guy, Kirk making his debut last night, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. I know the Hawkeye fans are probably mad. How much yeah. are you following college wrestling now? Like, are you following the storylines? You're obviously coaching at Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So you're, you're aware of what's going on. But from a fan standpoint, are you like all in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm
1: big into it. You know, I watch all of them every single match coming out. I'm always watching wrestling and staying staying up with the storylines a little bit. But yeah, that yeah. was man. I couldn't believe it. I mean, Caleb has a way of kind of kind of playing with everybody. Then you never know what's gonna happen. So I, I honestly, I honestly didn't think he was gonna roll out this year. I didn't have any insider info or anything like that. And I was like, from an outside perspective, I was like, man, he's got to be out at this point. And just hearing
0: the thing, hearing the rumblings, and even like, the internal, sorry. even the internal things that I've heard were like, yep. he's not out like for the year, but he's going to be out a little bit. So it's like, yep. even nobody knew. So I do think part of it was a little bit last minute, but like, mm-hmm. it felt like it was like Monday night raw, like WWE Literally, style. Like, yep. oh my gosh, five minutes before guys, Kirk's <laughs> yep. wrestling. Like it felt like that dramatic yep. storyline out of
1: nowhere. Yep, It came up and I was like, no way. That's crazy. <laughs> now, and- now, now, I mean, I mean, they, they, they're never out of it. You know, Penn State always finds a way to wrestle at the end of the year, so I don't think they're ever out of it. But now, you know, now it's really them and Iowa. I know. And Michigan, man, they
0: uh, could be crazy. And I try not, not to instigate folks, too man. much because I like some of those Iowa guys, um, so I don't want to instigate them too much. But, like, as a Penn <laughs> yeah. State guy, I'm like... And last night, after Kirk rolls out and, and gets the pin, you start seeing guys tweet, like okay, but he can't get four matches. Like, what if this happens? And then it's like, okay, he's wrestling an extra match. Another yeah. pin. Okay, now he'll get two matches. And I don't know how the allocations work. All I know is, like, you have to wrestle four matches or something. Yeah, from
1: my understanding, I could be off on this.
0: From my understanding, you
1: just need four matches after Big Ten. So if you go, if, since he has one, right, if he yeah. wins or makes it to the finals, that's going to be four right there. I yeah. think if, if you go into Big Tens, right, and you made it to the finals... You'd only have three matches. If you end up getting second, you'd be out of luck there. So, almost people that had no matches going to Big Ten would almost have to like throw a match or something like that to get on the backside and be able to wrestle four or something like that. So, that that that's kind of my understanding. So, I I think all these guys should be for them as long as you got a match or two going into it, you should be should be set.
0: It's such an interesting year. Like I was trying to, I got a media credential last year for NCAA's and Big Tens, and I was emailing about both of those, and they're like. Look, we can probably get you a media credential again. But just so you know, it's like virtual. Really? And I'm like, well, that does. I <laughs> guess there's going to be like SIDs and stuff. And I said, look, it, I get it. I said, unfortunately for me, I'm not a guy. I don't want to be in like the post-match area. Like yeah. I, I want to be interacting. I'm more focused on the storylines. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to talk to someone as soon as they get done wrestling and they're out of breath. Like so like, yeah. I kind of get screwed there but it's such an interesting vibe. What's it like in the Wisconsin room leading up to big tens,
1: man? It's been, it's been a crazy year for us, right? We got We got the plug pulled on our match on Sunday due to just that craziness. And, and it's just, it's been an up and down year. And right. All of a sudden, like, like for instance, that Penn state match, all of a sudden we got home on a late (laughs) on a Sunday night. And then that, that night they're like, Hey, you're going to wrestle Penn state on Tuesday. And so it's been, it's been just kind of rolling with the punches this year. And, uh, just staying staying positive staying you know focused and um it's been exciting because you've got a lot of guys on the team who won't necessarily have gotten a chance at the starting lineup or gotten a chance and and they've slowly been proving themselves and improving throughout the years and uh, uh, that's been awesome to see and i think we've got a lot of really young kids that, that are going to do some special things at the big tens make the ncaa tournament and, and surprise some people and you know i mean starting at 25 i think that's one of the weights i'm most excited for because it really shocker is <laughs> wide open right right two two of the guys that uh two of the guys that eric barnett has beaten right has been number two in the country at the debt at, at some point in time and he's beaten them and then he's lost some other guys and and really it could be anybody you know in there so it, it's going to be exciting to see He he's progressed a long way and he's really become more of a full wrestler he struggled he struggled on bottom a little bit last year and didn't really go after guys quite as much but he's really he's getting his confidence up and so i'm excited from him and, and really up and down the lineup there's so many guys that i could look at on our team that they're they're they're, they're putting it together at the right time of year and, and i think they're going to surprise some people
0: it's got to be exciting for you too as you get ready for the olympic trials like this is the height of their season heading into big tens ncaa's so it's like, you know, iron sharpening iron there. Like as you're getting ready, they're getting ready to try to make such a statement and accomplish something that's a lifelong goal. How has that been helping you prepare?
1: It's been unbelievable. And like like I've said, uh, uh like it's really helped me develop more of, right? I'm analyzing things a whole lot more than when I competed. For me, when I competed, it was just freaking train all out all the time and freaking try to break the guy's will in matches and go nonstop. And, and obviously I worked on my technique, but now it's at a whole nother level where I'm analyzing my guys' matches, working on specific areas. And, and, and then with that being said, I'm learning where they're really good and kind of being able to take some tricks from their book and, and this and that. So it's been, I, it's been unbelievable. I think I've learned in a lot more new moves in the past year than I had, you had, know, you know the three years previous, just because I need to be teaching these guys. I need to help these guys evolve and to help them evolve. I got to evolve myself. So it's it's been really fun as far as that goes. And, and then, then the mental aspect of it is I think that's honestly, everybody talks about it, but that's such a huge area for, for young kids. It's figuring Mm -hmm. out when you get to college, you see those kids that come up and and they have that attitude that it don't matter. I'm already here. Right. I'm already, I'm already that good. I'm already going to do well and and they do well. But then you see the guys who are really good in college and they're like, Oh, there's levels to this. So it takes them two, three years to really start believing in it. Man, how how do you how do you skip through how do you how do you take somebody who, who thinks that it takes time to adjust to the college level and, and adjust them at a faster pace? And it's like yeah. it, it's tricky, but it, it's fun and, and working on that aspect with these guys too and convincing them that hey, you are ready for this. You could be anybody, man. You just gotta you gotta go out there and do what you're good at. And so it, it's fun. And, and not, like I said, it's helped. I think I'm helping them a lot, and they're helping me a lot. And so it's been it's been unbelievable being a coach and getting ready for the Olympic trials.
0: And, and speaking of freestyle knee wrestling, I, I'm I want to talk about the NLWC card first, but Wisconsin RTC does have underground for tomorrow night on Rockfin. I'm shocked. You're not on the card. Yeah. <laughs> like, is yeah. Your, pretty- is your leg like secretly broken or something like this is not like Seth Gross. <laughs> yeah, no, I was,
1: I had a uh, one or two potential matchups that just didn't go through. And I decided that as far as getting my weight down, I'm actually going to make uh two kilos over this week. We'll do some simulation matches at the end of the week. And, uh, yeah just slowly get the weight down and really focus on that for now but but at the end of the day it was there was guy at this point i can't be wrestling 65 64 kilos right i gotta start making making you know the decisions that are gonna make sure i'm ready for the olympic trial there's no I mean, obviously it's fun and right And any time that probably isn't the month or two before Olympic trials, I'll wrestle anybody up to probably 65, 67, wh- wherever kilos right. it matter. But, <laughs> but right now it's like, I, I gotta be a little bit smarter. So, so I couldn't really find somebody in that weight range that, that ended up working out. And, uh, so, so it was just, just get down to weight this week, get, make two kilos and uh, wrestle a couple matches. And then week after that, make one kilo and then get to make scratch before trials. And then, uh, get ready to roll so it's been it's been it's been do good yeah, matches, the tar- the um,
0: parts- do you have any matches lined up at all right now before the trials not not
1: right now not not i'm not not really sure if i'm just going to stick with right there right. these guys are getting ready for uh ncas and we're doing right simulation NCA tournament simulation big tens yeah. and jumping in and, and getting these guys and we're going to bring some guys in just as far as training partners and stuff like that that yeah, it's maybe not a real match, but they'll still be able to come in and, and do some matches with me and stuff and, and give me that same feel and do, right? We'll do the whole three matches, you know, back to back to yeah. back in two days in a row. I thought a
0: lot of you guys were going to go to the Mateo Pelicone, but then I realized that it's conference weekend. So it's like anybody like you who you're helping Wisconsin and you're, yeah. you're helping on the college scene, yeah. did you initially think about going and then kind of say, oh, I can't because of conference weekend?
1: Yeah, I was I was really that that was a hard decision for me to make because that's always been one of the tournaments that I've really wanted to go to compete at, and and additionally I think that I need to keep wrestling to make, yeah. get get that international feel a little bit more just because I haven't had a ton of experience as far as that goes. So it was definitely you know something that I wanted to make happen, but not being able to have you know Bono, Reader, anybody come with me if I did yeah. go, and then not even really have a, probably a training partner because all those guys are helping the UW guys. That was and making weight on my own without those guys there is a little bit trickier not that you know obviously i'd get it done yeah. but uh it, it just it just made more sense to stay back and keep training here and, and do things in house a little bit right now if that makes sense so
0: yeah no it does so tonight is the first night of 3 nights in a row freestyle action on rockfin and i've grown to be such a freestyle fan yeah. i think it's because you know i've talked about it before in this podcast I start following somebody like you in college. I don't really follow high school wrestling too much. So I start following a guy like you. We become friends. You become a client of mine. I'm now so invested in you watching what guys like you and Gilman and Nolf and others are doing that. I become such a freestyle fan. And it's funny because I I keep like the freestyle versus folk style debate going on Twitter. (laughs) And my wife, she became a freestyle fan first because as she starts meeting you guys at tournaments and stuff, she's watching you and and she's into it. And then she starts getting into folk style and she Mm -hmm. actually likes freestyle more, but that's just because what she started following, but there's such a hole in marketing right now for freestyle. And now more than ever, it's like you have three events in a row on Rockfin. Well, Flo's not really going to talk about it too much. They might talk about it after in the matches. They don't really avoid it but it's not really their job to promote it either. It's tricky. I get it, but I'm super excited. That's one of the reasons I wanted to do an episode of the podcast today. And by the way, for the people that are listening, I keep getting asked, like, what day does your podcast come out? I haven't set a date for like reasons like this. Like if it only came out on Mondays or Fridays, a week like this happens, I want to be able to just hop on. So I think also depending on what happens Um, if Chenzo comes on here more regularly, I'm gonna try to get on a schedule consistent, but I want to leave it open for days like this. So tonight, NLWC five. I am pumped for this. I've been hearing about the matches since they were even like announced. So I've been kind of like keeping it quiet and and now everything's out. This card is just stupid. You you've got a little bit of everything. You got great juniors, you got great women's matches, you got great men's freestyle matches, you got Snyder wrestling three times aside from your bias for your fiance wrestling tonight, what are you the most excited for? And and you don't have to omit that. Like that can definitely be one of the matches you're most excited oh, yeah.
1: for. Yeah. No, definitely. Obviously, that's why I'm out here, right? That's why I'm yeah. out in State College is get her ready for her match. And she's going she she has been she'd been grinding, man. She's been wrestling up a couple kilos the last few matches. She went out to the Cabins Cups. So she's been nonstop. But yeah, very yeah. excited to get out here and uh get this match in. She actually didn't have a match on our card, so it ended up working out great that we were able to get her one here and get ready for that. But outside of that, I think uh I think obviously the big one for is Kyle Dake, Jason Null for me. I think that. Right. Looking at it, right, Kyle Dake should I think on paper handle him. But I think that Nolf presents some some different things in his wrestling that, that are gonna make it interesting. And uh right, I think that's is that Dake's second or third match of the night? Uh it?
0: second Dake wrestles Chenzo early on, like match six or yeah. seven, and then the final match is, is okay. Dake Nolf. Okay. But yeah, Dake and Nolf and, and Dake and Chenzo, like Chendo's my guy. I know how, how much Dake has going for him as far as his accolades, what he's done, but it's so fun to be able to invest in these guys and root for guys, yeah. root for upsets or root for the favorite, whatever you want to do. I'm also excited to see some of these guys that we, we really haven't seen, like Snyder and Nate Jackson. Yeah, I know. did not think Nate was going to beat Mark Hall. I did it at, at the at the PRTC summit one. So Nate is a guy who just continues to impress me. And now it's like, okay, what can he do against a guy like Snyder? Who Snyder's wrestling three matches. He hasn't done that in a while. And his third match is going to be against Gabe Dean, yep, Gabe, exactly. another guy who's impressed okay. the crap out of me. Like he lost. He almost beat David Taylor. Yeah. Seconds to go in the match. Yep. You know, like that. That is just, and he's been on this tear. So many good matches. Um, Nolf and Dake definitely. Nolf is a guy you can never count out. Yeah. Even Chenzo. I was just telling somebody yesterday. I'm like, nobody thought Chenzo was gonna upset Imar, mm-hmm. but Chenzo's got that in him. He's got that upset factor. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like on the yeah. senior level now, I think it's these matches are the caliper of an NCAA final, where it's like Imar was a heavy favorite over Chenzo. He came out here at that place. I was there. That roof just.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was, that was one of the craziest, craziest moments in wrestling, but no, I agree. I think it's really cool what they're doing as far as getting multiple guys, multiple matches and, uh, right. It's not like you're just random guys. These are some of the best guys they making those probably, probably favorites to make some of those Olympic spots and stuff. So it's going to be fun to see them string multiple matches together. And, uh, against against great competition not just getting them three easy matches right getting them right. three three tough matches that right that's what it's going to be like so that's going to be going to be fun to watch and uh yeah i'm excited i'm excited for all of snyder's all of Dakes, all of right yanni gets he, he i saw nation had had to pull out for whatever reason which was i was looking forward to that and uh, a couple of those but uh yeah it's going to be it's going to be a heck of a night and uh yeah i'm excited
0: so if you had to pick an upset tonight, who who do you think will surprise people if you had to pick one?
1: Mm, I would want to say oh that's that's tough. That's <laughs> tough. It, it really is. I'd say man those those top dogs are so hard to ever bet against, I man. They're so hard. I'd say Gabe Dean outside shop, but maybe him against that is he final match against Snyder, I think, third match.
0: So Gabe Dean's the second to last match against Snyder, but Gabe Dean also wrestles Bo nickel six matches before that.
1: Oh, never mind, never mind. man. I'm going to have to go. If I had to pick one, I'd I'd say Nolf Dake. I, I think it's a a long shot either way, but if I had to pick one, I'd say that one, I just think, so Dave's really good when guys, you know, are really good at one thing to just stay out of their area. I think Nolf, presents a lot of different areas where he's really good and, and he throws the million different things at you versus uh I don't know I think against Chenzo it'll be he knows a couple of Chenzo you, you know you can see a couple areas where Chenzo's really good which still he, he, he people know and he still gets it on people and finds a way to yeah. his stuff but I would say I would say I would go with Nolf if I had to pick one
0: yeah I, I would say that would be my like pick of the night or chenzo chenzo's my guy so i'm like rooting for him with my heart i and i know he's capable of it like he's a guy who just he has that it factor where you upset a guy like Imar in the ncaa finals as a freshman like you have it so i think that's like my number one and nolf too you know nolf too he was on the podcast the last episode he was just on and his sister's fiance tragically lost his life and and it really like put things into perspective for Nolf, how, how grateful he is to have his health, his wife's health, um, to be able to do what he loves. And i the, the more I talk to people in this podcast that tell me when they're free to wrestle, and especially as a Christian, when you're yeah. free to just give it to God to just compete and and not over pressure, not over anything, that is that's a that's a dangerous thing for a guy like Nolf when he tells you like I'm feeling better than ever. That so it uh, wouldn't surprise me. I know it would surprise a lot of people because again, Kyle Dake, you know, NCAA champ, world champ. He he is as, as good as they get. But Nolfin Chenzo are my guy. So I'm rooting for them. I, I can't wait to see um, Bo and Gabe. I think that's gonna be a lot of fun. I think even um I don't think Max Dean can hang with David Taylor, but I, I'm really interested in seeing that match nonetheless. I think. Everybody who trains at the Spartan RTC is just, they're ready to go. They step on the mat. They're fun. Let me ask you this from 57 Keto standpoint. You got both Vito and Gilman wrestling tonight. Um, Not each other. They're wrestling Sean Russell and Zach Saunders. Yeah. Are you paying attention to these matches?
1: Yeah. I'll I'll tune in for sure. I'll be, I'll be watching and uh, seeing where they're at, but, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know those guys, I know what they do. I know what they're about. And uh, you know, say at this point, right. I, I, I know the most important thing to think for me is just to stay, stay healthy and keep my weight under control and do everything right from here on out and uh, focus on my stuff. But yeah. I always, I, I mean, wrestling's wrestling and uh, I love watching, especially, you know, 57. There's so many, I mean, huge awesome matchups that could, could come about it at, at the trials. I'm excited to see how, how they end up seeding it. I think that's going to be one of the hardest weights as far as, as the Olympic trial seeding goes is 57 kilos. Like I think personally, I could be anywhere from one to six, seven, you know what? I have no idea how they're going to do it. What matches actually count, what matches don't. And it's and wild, it, man. It's crazy. I, I have no idea, but I'm excited. Cause you know, whoever I'm wrestling, is going to be a good first round match. And, and it's going to be, you better show up ready to go right away. Or you're, you're done for, you're going home. So I'm excited and, and yeah, I'll be watching, I'll be watching those matches for sure. But yeah, I'm just excited for, for the trials coming up.
0: Yeah. So that's going to be fun. That's NLWC five is tonight, Wisconsin underground four is tomorrow night. Um, anything on that car particularly to jump out to you. Uh, I
1: think the big one is, is Braxton making a big debut here against a really top level guy. Now that's proven himself uh TJ Dudley. You know, he's a senior, eight, nine on the senior level, a few time all American. And uh, I think it's going to be awesome to see where Braxton's really at because he was right. Number one pound for pound coming out of high school and um, right. He's one of those guys who could jump in and, and you look at the 97 pound weight class in the NCA's right now, that's, that's another one that you really have no idea I what know. can happen. So it will be nice to see, you know, you know, I think that if the, he goes out and wins this match, which I think he very well is capable of, um, right. He's, he's going to be a problem at 97. He's going to be in, in contention for that yeah. title right away. And, um, I think he's going to prove that prove that this week. And I think he's going to put a lot more people are already on notice, but a little bit more now. And, um, so that, 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 that probably the one that i most anticipated for, but you got some awesome ones, you know, old teammate of mine, Henry Pullmeyer um, from South Dakota state. He, he was probably good. He had a good shot all American as a senior, but then the COVID stuff happened. He's yeah. wrestling Mitch McKee. Um, you got uh, Evan Wick wrestling Tyler Berger. And then you got our feet, a bunch of, a bunch of female matches going again. A big one's Aaron Goldston wrestling Alyssa Lampy. But, but right. A lot, a lot of great matches there. And um, yeah, I'm just excited to more wrestling. Anytime there's more wrestling on it's, it's fun. And uh, yeah, I'll get to go out and I'll just be helping out this time, but, but I'll be there. So.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fun. And the PRTC hasn't announced too many senior level matches that they, I think they wanted to focus on high school and junior level matches. Um, Cause they put out some cards, which I don't follow that as much, but I've seen the commentary. It looks like it's going to be great. That's Thursday night. Yeah. Friday through Sunday, McKenna, McFadden, Victoria, Anthony, a couple others—they're all wrestling in Ukraine. We got wrestling everywhere right now.
1: Yeah, it's a good good time to be a wrestling fan, that's for sure. Especially especially coming up on yeah, so, so many big things coming up. I'm, it's it's gonna be. Fun. I know,
0: and I was like kind of teasing USA Wrestling yesterday on Twitter. I'm like, guys, you got to announce the Last Chance. Yeah. Like, I want to see you know, I know my guy Chenzo and and guys like Mark Hall are all going to have to go through there. Like, I want to see if I can get there because it's crazy the way the travel is. And, you know, I've got a wedding in Miami the day after NCAAs. So it's like, can I get down? Can I get to NCAAs and over to Miami for the wedding? When's the last chance going to be like, do we go? You haven't booked the travel for the wedding yet. Weddings on Sunday. It's like, do I go for the week and then go right to the last chance? I'm assuming last chance is going to be in between NCAAs and yeah. Olympic trials. But
1: yeah, honestly, if I had to make the guess, I would guess the last chance has got to be in Texas too.
0: I think I so too.
1: Guess it's got to be out there because I would guess they'd go wrestle last chance guys that make it just stay out there. Yeah. And the fact that they're making you get uh, to uh, To the Olympic trials on the Tuesday before it even happens for quarantine and all that stuff. Oh, do you really? So I almost want to say it has to be there, right? If they, yeah. they, they're not going to have time to figure out travel and stuff and fly somewhere, you know, new. So that would make sense. And that would kind of be my guess at it. But I guess we'll see.
0: So I didn't know about the quarantining. So you have to get to the Olympic trials the Tuesday before. So that would make sense because if you're in Texas... Yeah, you really can't travel you can't travel to let's say iowa travel back home to let's say state college and then to texas yeah, exactly. and i don't think you can do the last chance the week before mm-hmm. ncaa's because you okay. usually get the ncaa guys a shot so it's got to be that weekend um they don't know if they're gonna have fans yet which i'm so bummed like i typed out a bunch of tweets yesterday like 15 days to slow the spread a year later, no fans at big Ten. It's Like yeah. I, but I, I don't want to be contentious. I'm not trying to divide people, but it is so frustrating. Like watching guys like you and, and last night watching the Penn state duel senior night, like watching some of these guys go out in an empty arena. I'm like, man, this stinks. Like I'm bummed for them. And, you know, I obviously don't have all the answers, but it definitely stinks. I'm glad there's at least wrestling going on. I'm glad I'm trying to look at the positive. I'm glad the last chance looks like it's going to happen. The Olympic trials are going to happen. Olympics looks like it's going to happen. Those are all good things. But, man, it's so weird. Like, my wife and I were just talking, like, I so look forward to going to NCAAs. Last year, I remember being at Big Tens. I was like, you and uh, DeSanto almost ran me over for that <laughs> yeah. and that match like it, it's so fun to not be there and to not have fans like yeah man that's- no, it,
1: it, yeah it's it's crazy to me man I was thinking about all that it's like it, how normal the Big Ten tournament was last year and then it was just out of nowhere and then you're like well at least hopefully next year will be a normal season and now it's like well, hopefully next year's a normal season. Right,
0: so. And, and that's I mean, so wild.
1: It, it, at least it's been a little bit more hopeful with the vaccine stuff rolling out and, and just little things, and people are figuring out how to deal with it a little bit better. So I think that ho- hopefully, fingers crossed. You know, this 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 coronavirus doesn't have some sort of crazy mutation and and pull something here. But I'm hoping hoping things will start to get better and. And yeah, it, it's a it's a bummer. I, I think the nice thing is these guys, at least everybody this year, has a chance to come back next year if they want to. So it's like yeah. at least at least if things get back to normal, they'll have the, that senior season or whichever season it is for them to have that fan experience. So
0: yeah, and I think on the senior level, my first thought was okay, assuming we got to be getting closer to the end of this, we have to start letting businesses open. And we have to start letting people back into things. So, assuming we're we're near the finish line of that, maybe the world team trials, which we're going to get this year, will have fans. Yeah. You know, they haven't announced the U.S. Open yet uh, or the date, but there is going to be a U.S. Open at the end of April where the top five guys qualify for the world team trials, and I believe everybody who's Qualified for the Olympic trials is automatically qualified.
1: Yeah, so everybody with the Olympics, but the Olympic team members actually get the spot for the Olympic weights automatically.
0: Right, and so, they yeah, don't even have to go to the World Team Trials, right? It's yeah, just so if they
1: choose, they can just be the world world representative as well. So then it would just be the non Olympic weights that would be really out there yeah. going floppy. The yeah, it, it'll be interesting because that's yeah, that's right right? You go make an Olympic team and now you're Olympic and world team
0: members. So pr- pretty cool thing there for, for some of the guys. There's a lot in the line for the Olympic trials with that. Absolutely. A lot in the line. And I can't imagine anybody like I, I, there's nobody that I can think of that is going to make the Olympic team or potentially make the Olympic team and not turn around and want to be on the world team.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So I think that we're going to know half half the world team when we know our Olympic team. So it's going to be yeah, like, like I said, there's a lot. There's a lot on the line, and um, it's gonna be, you know, cool. I think this is, you know, one of the first years you could go be Olympic and world champ in the same few months span, you know, yeah. six months span or whatever it is. So,
0: yeah, the amount of like first times right <laughs> now that's happening is just th- this. I hate the word unprecedented because we hear it like everywhere we look and turn, yeah. but it's the truth. There's so many things going on right now that's so unprecedented. It's like what was, I think Shane Sparks was saying last night, like Aaron Brooks could be a five time big 10 champ, you yeah. know? And it's like hearing some of these things that could be, it, it's definitely wild. I just hope it all works out on the athlete side. Obviously if you guys win an Olympic or a world medal, that triumphs anything, yeah. but I don't, I feel empathy for like being robbed. of just that fan experience. Like whether it's a senior night, whether it's NCAA's, like, They haven't announced how many fans are going to be at NCAAs. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of weird. Like I've always said, I think everybody would agree. NCAA is the pinnacle of the sport from a fan standpoint. You're never going to wrestle in front of more fans than at NCAAs. Mm -hmm. And to not have that, it's so like, again, like like you were just saying, after last year where it's like, all right, this sucks. These guys didn't get to wrestle at NCAAs, but maybe, you know, the guys coming next year, it's going to be sweet. And mm-hmm. now it's like, we, we, we're less than, I think four weeks out and we don't know if there's going to be fans in NCAAs.
1: I think, yeah, it's crazy. And yeah, that's what, what what I say. Yeah. It's, it's fortunate that, that at least everybody's going to have a shot at, at coming back next year if they want. That's the other whole, whole thing that is going to be interesting the next couple of months too, not to dive into a whole nother thing is, you know, keeping that, you know, some schools can keep guys around for, on scholarship for Right, if your school's okay with it, you can keep seniors around for free, basically. Like the school pay for it versus your nine point nine scholarship. So it'll be interesting as far as to see who sticks around and who, you know, what schools say hey, we're not going to pay, we can't pay for the scholarship. So kids are going to hit the transfer portal, and it's going to be, I think it's going to be a crazy, crazy summer for sure, as far as, as far as that goes too. And then, um, right, and then you just have those kids that hey, maybe, maybe, you know, like me, if you had the chance to come back, you won't just because. Right, some guys are getting old, right? If 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 decided, hey, I want to wrestle another year, you know, it's he's probably already got whatever degrees he wanted from school and this and that, and he's already been an Olympian. It's like, well, what's my incentive to come back at this point? So I think it's going to be be very, very uh, a lot of a lot of moving parts this this uh, this summer with with teams and guys and transfers and stuff like that.
0: And it is going to be interesting with even the recruits that are coming in. I don't follow the recruiting scene as much as a lot of others, but these recruits that are coming in thinking somebody's going to be gone. And now you might have to wrestle off for a spot that you were maybe recruited on coming in and more than likely being the favorite for that spot. Now you might have to wrestle yeah. off a veteran. It's definitely going to be interesting. Who do you think, if you had to pick a transfer that you would say is the most likely, is there any in mind that you could see happening?
1: Um, I, I, I mean, obviously there's, there's schools that have been cut that there's going to be obviously a lot of transfers from them. I don't know as far as, cause it's hard to know what schools, Cause, cause like I said, some, some, um, institutions will actually pay that additional year of scholarship with, uh, without impacting that 9.9 versus some yeah. schools will not, which right. You, you just don't have the money. You're out of luck on that part then. And then a kid's going to have to decide, do I come back for free? or do I come back and pay this next year? Or do I go try to find a school that's gonna, you know, pay for my scholarship this last year? So that, that's the hard part. You don't really know how the schools are gonna handle it everywhere yet. Cause it's, it's, a, it's a school by school basis, right? It, what we do at Wisconsin could be different than, you know, what Northwestern decides to do, something like that. So it, it's tricky from that aspect to know really too much, but what you're saying about the whole, you know, dealing with the incoming recruits, right? we've already, we've already been dealing with that, you know, a couple of kids who so it's like, right. We were planning on jumping in and hopefully getting in the lineup this year. And now you, this guy's staying around. So now what, yeah. what am I supposed to do now? And it's, it's, you know, we're figuring it out obviously. And people, people know that this isn't normal times and they're, they're willing to work around it and figure out a solution together. But yeah, it, it'll be interesting as far as that. And the, the other hard part is, is these 2022, recruits that haven't got to visit anybody they just extended the route i recruiting saw that dead period again i could not believe it i really really thought that, that they'd have a plan in place by now uh, to get this thing back up and rolling they talked about doing like a quiet period where kids could come to campus but coaches couldn't leave and and that, that might so i I was pretty hopeful that april was going to be the end of it and now they extend it again so it, it's tough and now now it's getting to that point where most of these kids are getting antsy to make decisions and it's like how do I make a decision without really getting to know the coaches face to face, the campus, you know, all the little ins and outs that I'll get when I go to this school? So, it, it's crazy. It's it's crazy, but but there it, it's crazy. You find out the you know for us it's been we've been seeing a lot of really mature kids and through this situation and seeing you know you know some uh, just just learning a lot about these kids through it, which is a good good thing I guess. And um, it, it's been it's been interesting, but hopefully hopefully that gets lifted here soon so they can actually, you know, get, get on campuses.
0: Yeah. And there's so many things going on with that. Cause you also have the name image likeness stuff that's right around the corner. So now recruits too, you're, you're giving these recruits more time to make these decisions and thoughts. And it's going to be interesting to see how stuff like the name image likeness bill plays yeah. into effect where, you know, you see kids nowadays committing and decommitting, But it's going to be interesting to see, do people start making decisions based on schools or programs that are putting a heavy emphasis on brand? You know, I know when Tony Ramos came on the podcast not too long ago, he was saying, like, they want to feed right into it. They're bringing people in who work with their athletes. They're bringing in photographers. So, you know, it's like, I, I don't know that a kid's going to want to go to a school just because of that. But if you're between two and one school um focuses yeah. more like it, it's so funny too now because you're seeing everybody like if you just look at I guess we'll include UNC because I just brought them up, but like if you look at what Iowa versus Wisconsin versus Penn State, you guys are all doing such different things. Like yeah. the Wisconsin, the entire staff is all over Rockvin putting on cards, NLWC doing the same thing. Iowa's kind of doing their own little thing. They're they're not really putting on any events other than the one they did on track. Um UNC is putting a heavy emphasis on brands. So it's going to be interesting to see. You also have like, not for nothing as a marketing guy, I love the graphics and stuff that Virginia Tech's yeah. putting out.
1: Yeah, those are those are sweet. I think those are awesome.
0: Like they definitely caught my eye. I started following them. I think because of that, I think when yeah. I want to say it was when either Jenna or James started training at the SCRTC, I started seeing the graphics. I'm like, man, th- these are killers. So I think that's going to play into things too. By the way, Speaking of marketing, I just put an article up on Rockfin that I don't know if you saw it, but RBY almost lost his Twitter account. He got like hacked.
1: Yeah, I saw. I so, saw one day I was on there and he was like saying some random stuff. I was like, what is this dude talking about? I don't sound like him. Yeah. Netflix's profile picture was gone and like had the same reply to like 500 people. I was like, uh-oh.
0: Yeah, so I put an article up on Rockfin that any single person listening that wants to focus on brand at all, you need to go read this article. It's a free article, so you can make a free account and read it. But like, basically, you should have two-step authentication on on all of your social accounts so you don't lose that. Try to have a unique password. Um, lock in your domain name. Lock in handles on accounts you don't use. Like, There's things you can do to protect your brand and secure it. So go read that article. I, I've been telling a lot of guys like you and Roman and others. Roman clearly didn't turn two-step on. But like, so I'm like, I need to start. That's one of the reasons I have this Rockfin channel is I want to put out more content like yeah. that that people just aren't thinking. Like I use the analogy in the article that let's say you're John Smith. You can't get johnsmith.com. You got to go. It's, it's almost like a, an auction because it's yeah. such a common name. So it's like, you know, if, if you're some of these guys going into college, like, I don't know if I were to go to, I just saw PJ Duke, liked one of my photos. So his name's on my mind. Like PJduke.com isn't a thing yet. Like if I'm PJ, go buy that. Have yeah. your parents buy it, do whatever. But like lock that in. It's becoming harder to steal a domain. Like if I were to buy SethGross.com and I were to say, all right, Seth, you're an Olympic champ. Now you want this because somebody's going to build your website, 10,000 for the domain
1: exactly they're
0: making it harder but people are still finding ways around um it's basically extortion but people are finding their ways around doing it so anybody listening read that article take care of yourself protect your brand protect your um protect the brand you're building last thing i want to talk to you about is actually brand for a few minutes you've been creating content we talk about content all the time when you come on the podcast especially tell me what you've been up to I saw a couple different things. I loved the behind the scenes video you put up. Um, what was that for the, I think before the Underground 3 event? The Gilman match. Yeah. Yeah. That was a super cool video. What is your approach been to content lately specifically? Um, I haven't seen as many TikToks. Yeah. I need to get was- back on
1: that. I need to get back on that a little bit. But yeah, I, I love it. Right. It's just trying to do constant content. And um, right. I've been trying to branch out a little bit doing different areas but i think the behind the scenes stuff is is my favorite stuff and i think people just love that because right get an inside look like i'm i'm just a normal dude right i'm just right i have i to go through a normal day and then i'll go out there and wrestle and right and it's it's nothing special to it but it shows people kind of kind of more they can connect you a little bit more and that's kind of what i'm trying to show through some of that stuff and uh it's been fun yeah i've been uh been a crazy few weeks. So I've been slacking a little bit on, on getting them TikToks out. And I like to use utilize every platform a little bit, just because I think that's so important because you're getting different people on every single platform, right? Yeah. the tick age group is probably a little bit different than Instagram and Instagram different than Facebook, Facebook. They're, they're all, they all got their own kind of, kind of areas that they're good in. And, uh, so, so I like to, yeah, utilize all of them and continue to grow, you know, each of those platforms. And um, so that's kind of that. And I, right now I've been kind of putting a lot of fit footage together and stuff that my buddy kind of, he kind of breaks it down and makes little videos out of it yeah. for me. But uh, yeah, it's been fun. And, and like another big thing we've been doing is, I don't know if you saw, but we're running a little big time youth tournament out and out in uh, Wisconsin. And it's been crazy kind of kind of so I've been I've been reaching out to some younger kids, like some some middle schoolers and stuff about this and it is crazy I think these younger kids are starting to pick up on on the whole brand stuff at you know in seventh eighth grade because I, I go on their instagrams and and see like these guys are getting 12 12 1500 likes and 2000 likes and some yeah. of them and they, yeah. they know what they're doing, man. They're, they're figuring out, I think the next generation are going to be brand masters out here and just really know what they're doing. And, uh, they, they, they get it. They're getting, they're picking it up early. Cause I think it's just being emphasized at a younger age, uh, you know, that it's going to be important when you, when you get a little bit older. So it's, it, it's been cool kind of engaging more. I think that's one of the biggest things that I kind of, kind of struggled with for a while. I was putting out a lot of content, but I was not personally engaging with as many people. And I think that, yeah. That, that through just this, that personal engagement, it, it helps more than anything I've done to this point, as far as, you know, you just get to know people too. And, and you can make a bigger impact personally on their lives and get to know them. And, and it's a whole lot more fun doing that. So it's, a, I maybe haven't been putting a, as quite as much as I'd like to out, out on, on platforms but i've been engaging with a lot more people and uh, networking a little bit more so it's been it's been fun and always, always trying to grow that brand and uh yeah and hopefully yeah we're getting ron helping ron out start hers out a little bit more so hopefully some stuff coming from her soon
0: too i love it and yeah you mentioned like the the middle school kids like pj duke you know i know who he is because new york state like i'm a new york i live in new york state so i, I follow new york state a little bit um it's hard not to know that name but like he's got like four thousand followers And I don't think he graduates high school till 2025. You know, it's like 4,000 followers already. Well, which is a lot of it's a lot of responsibility to accrue a following that young because, you know, especially if you don't know your true identity, you don't know your true worth in God, you can get lost based on feedback from wins and losses. So I think it's important that there is this group coming up now where these kids know it because they're watching it they're connecting with guys like you. They're looking at guys like you and others, and they're saying, I want to do that. Imitation's how everything gets to the next level, gets to the next generation. So I'm not surprised it's going to start younger and younger. And when you start talking name, image, and likeness, like now kids in high school can say, you're going to have kids in middle school and high school building their brand because if colleges start looking at that and colleges start putting emphasis on brand, middle school and high school kids are going to start putting emphasis on brand
1: hey hey, one one interesting thing i don't know if you got the answer for this but but being on instagram looking at these middle schooler stuff one thing they all seem to do is they'll post pictures but then they'll delete every single one of them except one so it looks like there's always just one picture on their thing but it's a different picture all the time i don't know if they just like leave the one up that has the most likes or what's going on here but it's weird i don't know why they do it but I, I swear every middle school kid it's just like one post and everything else gets deleted dude
0: i've seen that a lot because what i've done is when people engage with Bashamania, i try to respond to absolutely everybody so yeah. when when people are responding and engaging i'm clicking through their profile to see who are they you know what's the demographic that's engaging and can i connect with them on some way and I'm seeing that too. Like I'm seeing people Everywhere. with thousands of followers, no posts. They only use their story, or it's like one post or two posts. Yep. And I'm like, I don't know. I've I don't know how many posts I've got. I probably got at least yeah. a thousand on there. Yeah, I don't exactly. want to be deleting those. I like those posts. I like looking back at my Facebook yeah, time pops exactly. up.
1: Yeah. I don't know if they just archive them or do what they're doing. But I swear that I don't know if that's some new thing going on. But I I, I caught wind of that a little bit. But who who knows? Maybe they got some strategy that I don't know yet.
0: <laughs> or maybe it's just trial and error, which is always fun. Um, I actually last thing here, and then I'm gonna let you go. I saw Justin Hoach was on uh Clubhouse yesterday, and so I dove in. And it was like this impromptu talk with me, him, Jason Bryant, um, Victoria Diaz, yeah. and, and I think Mike Shea, just like. 15 minutes just like talking and, and I'm talking about it. it's like, man, that what's happening right now is just wild. This innovation and and trying to keep up. And like I had said on when we were on the clubhouse, like it's okay to try something, and if it doesn't work for you, ditch it. I personally, I don't use TikTok, not yeah. to say I can't get value from it or I can't give value. I think if I had more resources for the podcast, I would probably take videos from the podcast and put them on TikTok all day long. Like take maybe like take the funny stuff from the podcast, put it on there. But if you're trying to put up, put content out, you're usually ahead of everybody else. Who's not doing, who's not even trying to focus on it. So I love to hear that. You are continuing to focus on content more and more. I hope as a fan, I hope we see more and more leading up to the trials. I think your goal is to be an Olympic champ. And if you do that, Everybody wants to see that journey to the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, and like I remember telling Frank Malinaro in 2016, the minute he became an Olympian, I said, Frank, you have a story. This is an amazing story. You were the nine seed. You ran through the gauntlet. You became an Olympian. You didn't qualify the weight, but got in because somebody else took steroids. Like, that's an amazing story. You don't have to wait to become an Olympic champ to tell that story. Like, God gave you a story, share it. So, that's, that's the other thing. That's the the last tidbit for real is don't be afraid to not share until you do something Absolutely. like, don't say I can't share until I'm a state champ. I can't share Absolutely. until I'm an NCAA champ. Like you have a unique story and you've always stayed true to your story. And you ended up being those things, but that hasn't deteriorated. You. Like you're not saying now I'm not doing this unless I'm a world champ, unless I'm an Olympic champ. Like Absolutely. you are who you are, share your story. And I think that's what the best thing people can do is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. And, and as always, thanks thanks for having me on and chatting, man. I love I love getting on here, talking about brand and wrestling and all that stuff. So anytime. But uh, yeah, th- thanks for having me again. And we'll, we'll be
0: chatting soon. Awesome, man. Have a good rest of the day. Best of luck to Rona tonight. And we will uh, chat soon, man. Awesome. Sounds good. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at JBash on Instagram and at Justin Bash on Twitter. And the beat goes on.